the Star Soul Witch podcast. I'm your host Pixie Raven and this is the first episode called New Moon Alchemy Calcination with Carly. First of all we're going to shuffle some cards and we're going to see what's kind of coming for the week for you guys. Start your Monday off properly. So I'm currently using the Starseed Oracle by Rebecca Campbell and I will post a picture of the card that I've pulled on Instagram as well um, you can follow me at the star soul witch on there so I'm just gonna cut it twice oh no wanted it to be cut three times I'm gonna take the top one from the first pile and <laughs> the card is messenger which is quite accurate really because this is something that me and my friend were just talking about just before I started doing the podcast and she has also pulled this card quite a few times over the last couple of weeks doesn't seem to want to go back in the deck so messenger is all about serious energy and it's about bringing harmony and balance into your lives which is perfect because we have a new moon on the 10th of july which is in cancer and cancer is a water sign and it's all to do with emotions and releasing really now a lot of people will be sat here going why we're we releasing things on a new moon because it tends to be um the thing to do on a full moon however the way i work is i quite like to do a bit of both on both on the full moon and the new moon um i don't kind of decide which which way i'm going to do it until i'm i'm actually you know in my zone and deciding what I'm going to do because I find that there's other, there's things that I do need to release before I can let anything else in and just kind of I find like I'm storing old negative stuff if I'm not releasing regularly within the world anyway so it's a good it's a good thing um so like I said I'm not I'm not very strict with my practice as such I don't have a kind of guidebook that I go to I just kind of go with the flow do whatever feels good basically so if I feel like I need to release and bring stuff in I will do so pretty much how I work with the new moon though like I said with cancer it's all to do with emotions it's to do with home life especially with anything to do with partners family any kind of emotional attachments you've got with people anything where you know you're having a bit of trouble at the moment that needs to be sorted out um just various bits and bobs basically and also it's a really good time to start establishing personal care and self-care so you read or i certainly see a lot of self-care kind of stuff zooming around facebook you'll see memes you'll see um, little inspirational quotes and things like that on your day-to-day scrolling um you know which is all well and good and it'll tell you maybe to go and have a nice bath or hold a crystal or do a bit of meditation but sometimes you just don't have the time to be doing things like that i mean i have two young children my kids are six and seven and at the moment i'm living with my parents and my partner and my dog because we're trying to save up for a house so self-care is quite few and far between but one of the main things i've been practicing or at least trying to get better at as part of my own self-care is establishing better boundaries for myself because i find that 
my boundaries, especially when I was younger, I would say yes to anything, you know, even if it made me, even if there was something that I really didn't want to do, but I'd do it anyway because I was trying to please somebody else. And I've, as I've kind of got older, I've realised that, you know, you need to, I needed to establish my own personal boundaries, what I wanted to do within reason. Obviously, there are certain things that you can't kind of get out of. If your boss asks you to do something like a simple piece of work, you can't really be going around saying, no, I'm not doing that. But I don't know, things like being invited to places or having to go out or do something, you know, if you just kind of want to stay in or there's really something that you're trying to put off then you really don't want to do it you know you do have the opportunity to just say no and sometimes people just need to respect your choices as well and you will find that people will get upset if you say no to them but the majority of the people that do get upset are only upset because they haven't established their own boundaries or they're not used to be saying (laughs) they're not used to hearing the word no either so I think it's really important that to establish your own personal boundaries within your kind of psyche really not saying no all sorry not saying yes all the time not agreeing to things that later on you know you're going to regret because there's been times when I've said yes to things and then I've thought oh god why have I said yes to that because I really don't want to do it but in the heat of the moment and because you do want to appear kind of willing or you want to help somebody out or you feel like you should be doing something then you'll say yeah when deep down you really don't want to and the thing with saying yes to things that you really don't want to do it's very rarely going to be an enjoyable experience which also kind of puts you off wanting to do it next time you need to be really kind of specific on you know if you are going to say yes to something me as a person so I would much rather, if I asked a friend to, to come out and do something with me, I would much rather them say yes because they actually wanted to go rather than they felt that they had to come. Because if, if if anyone feels like they have to do something, it's not going to be an enjoyable experience for anyone. And you don't even have to give a reason if it's something that you're really uncomfortable with or, you know, you just really don't want to do it. No is a full sentence. You don't have to make excuses or try and make the other person feel better by you know saying yes or trying to validate your own feelings as to why you don't want to do something kind of going back to cancer as well as we know it's a water sign and it's actually ruled by the moon and it's mo- it's all to do with maternal energies so you may find that the things that are kind of coming up at the moment for you will also to be to do with your own mum i'm a mum and a lot of you listening might be mums too or you may have a mum and sometimes it's hard to establish boundaries with your own parents and with your own children as well I find it easier to say no to my kids than I do to my mum which is fair enough (laughs) but you know my mum's not asking me for a Kit Kat every five seconds whereas my son does you know all this kind of maternal energy is soaring around and it's a really because of the time of year as well June and sorry July now we're coming up to like the first harvest we're reaping everything that we've sowed through the first seven months of the year so it's got a real big maternal energy kind of flowing around at the moment there's a lot of fertility going on and i don't mean just like people having babies obviously fertility can come around in all sorts of aspects of life such as abundance and fertility in 
promotions and opportunities and propositions and things like that so it's about kind of keeping your eyes open as well and again bringing those boundaries that you're trying to work into your everyday life now as part of the new moon as well and part of where I kind of want this podcast to go because I haven't mentioned this in the introduction but these podcasts are going to be more geared towards people who've kind of been treading this witchcraft path for a while. I've been on the path myself for 20 odd years now. You know, I listen to lots of different podcasts. I listen to Dana Sweet. She's really good. She does a podcast called The Witchy Woman. That's it. A lot of her stuff I kind of already know, but it's quite nice having the reassurance, you know, when you're when you've kind of been stale or you've been sat on your practice for quite a while it's hard to you know get back into it so my podcast is more geared towards people who've been kind of treading the path for a while it doesn't have to be 20 years but they know the basics so you know you've got the year (laughs) the wheel of the year down you know how to work with the moon you don't need me to be telling you to not do love spells because they more or less backfire unless you've got the a willing participant (laughs) and you're not trying to mess about with anyone's free will so my podcast will be mostly to do with advancing your your witchcraft and your practice already and one of the things that I've worked on for many years now is the spiritual alchemy side of things and it's not unfortunately (laughs) as with any witchcraft practice it's not one of those things where it's a bit like a video game where you just level up and you're like oh yeah I've done that bit now and I can put that in a box and I know everything about it and I'll just move on with my life because as we know fortunately with any sort of spiritual practice you are constantly unpacking you know bits and bits and bobs that you kind of thought you dealt with but you haven't um, and you need to go through the entire process again and we can use alchemy as a way to kind of describe those processes which is why this particular When I first heard about calcination a long time ago, I always thought calcination was something that was like a build-up. You know, when you think about calcination of the bones or something like that, it's usually caused by a build-up of lots of stuff that you don't really want or need and you need to kind of get rid of it. And that is a little bit about, you know, a, a little bit about what calcination kind of is. It's about releasing, it's about getting rid of stuff. But the main thing is to actually process it and the calcination is it's it within alchemy itself is actually the first stage of subjecting something to enough intense heat and fire that it produces white ashes and then this then produces a salt and that is what alchemy would be kind of trying to strive for however in calcinating spiritual alchemy what we're trying to do is to calcinate the mind and the soul. So we're trying to clear away the bits that aren't worth our time anymore. We're trying to clear away anything that's not serving us. We want to put as much intent as to getting rid of that as possible um, in order so that we can move to the next level of alchemy. As there are seven stages and as the podcast goes on, I will be covering the, the seven stages probably in a bit more depth than I am today because we are just covering the new moon and the calcination that we can do with the new moon whereas calcination is just a massive topic which can be unpicked and it can cover loads of different bits and pieces so with calcination as well you do 
with spiritual calcination, you can also work with spiritual beings in order to process these things that you're trying to release. So because I work with goddesses more than any other kind of, and gods, more than any spiritual being, I have to say gods then because I work with Thoth very closely and I don't think I'll be very impressed um, if I don't give them a shout out. With regards to the calcination process and spiritual beings, not into this with big rose tinted glasses, Carly really isn't going to be the goddess you want to work with right now. I personally have only ever worked with her once and it is literally like stripping you back to nothing and that is what she does as part of the calcination process she is a destroyer she will tear everything down burn it and leave you as ashes in order so that you can kind of rise up almost like a phoenix bang at you know life basically um again and have another so carly isn't really somebody who you it's not like you don't want to mess with her she's also got a really loving side but you need to be really committed to work with her. Don't go in, you know, half haphazardly because those are the results that you're going to get. You will not get really good results unless you go in with full intent and things like that. But like I said, she, the burning flame um, that purifies anybody is known as Carly. She's the darker side of the mother. And, you know, we've touched upon that. It's quite a maternal phase of the moon at the moment as well. What with the time of the year and the emotional side the can you know the cancer side the water sign etc home life carly is usually depicted with various implements one being a sword and this is her representation of purifying destructive fire so what she's trying to do as well is she's trying to cut back your ego which is a block to your own personal maturity and it mirrors to childish pride something that I have read recently is that the head must be extracted and only then the soul can rejoin the matter and become part of a perfectly integrated whole so it is about removing the ego side and decluttering basically and taking the ego away so that the soul can rejoin and integrate back into what it needs to now to work with her like i said is not a decision to take lightly and i don't want anybody messaging me or emailing me going my world's gone upside down because you told me to work with carly like i said she will tear everything down in her path and she is like i said she does have a love in her aspect of course as all goddesses do but she's there to basically strip you bare and leave you kind of going what do i do now sort of thing and building yourself back up again and like i said i've only ever worked with her once and it was pretty <laughs> i wouldn't say it was terrifying it was more you know i did i did some work with her and i was like oh yeah you know i'm ready for all these changes and then it just kind of happened all at once and it was like oh my god so i was trying to strip back on not my spiritual practice but what i was doing for work um which was readings basically and i was finding more and more people were just wanting readings to see when they'd get their prince charming or when they were going to have a baby and things like that and personally I don't like doing those sorts of readings and I never really have done purely because I just find it quite this is going to sound really egotistical of me now but I just find it quite three-dimensional where all anyone's ever bothered about is what job they've got how much money they've got whether they're driving the best car am I going to win the lottery am I going to find a man I'm going to have kids, I'm going to settle down, all that sort of stuff, when really none of that actually matters. 
Um, as long as you're happy and you're moving through life and you're on your particular path, all that crap will come. And that's what I found as well when I was younger. I was too busy striving for the perfect life where I had a husband and I had kids and stuff like that. And once I stopped looking for it, it just kind of appeared. Um, and this is what I kind of gave up to Carly as well. I was just like, just take everything, just take it all away um, because I'm not enjoying any of this process at the moment. And she did. She came in. Um, she kind of she took all my clients away, which I was kind of grateful for because I was attracting all the wrong kinds of clients and the wrong kind of people who I really didn't kind of want to work with. And it was just showing me over and over again that this isn't what I was meant to be here for. I just said, look, just take all the negativity away with you. Just extract everything that you feel that isn't serving my purpose any longer. And I mean, she will go in there and she will take away friendships. She will take away, you know, your partner. If they're not on your same wavelength or if she feels that you shouldn't, you know, you're you're going off a different path than you should be and you've asked her for help, she will take those blocks, what she would see as blocks away from you. But again, that can be quite traumatic. Like in 2019, I pretty much lost like, and I don't mean they died, but I lost contact with a good couple of friends who I thought I'd be friends with forever over something ridiculous and it was all part of her just going well you did ask me to just start removing things so I did so you don't really get much of a choice to be honest you don't get to pick and choose what she takes away she will just come in and she will just take it and one of the things that I did I wrote down everything that I felt was negative obviously she will take more if she feels a need but she will help you remove stuff that you've already seen in yourself and you can write it down in pen red pen or whatever color you prefer anything that's kind of releasing for you you know I quite I like to use reds and blues reds because of the the fire you know it's the color of fire to me blue because it's usually most of the things that I need to release are all attached to emotion and anxiety anyway so I use lots of blues and reds and I wrote them all down and then I threw them on a fire and I was just said you know just get rid of these for me and you can give her all your negative beliefs all your self-limiting beliefs and some of the things that are quite useful to do with Carly are things like journaling questions so you can sit in a space for I don't know however long you feel the need to you can meditate with her first if you want to or you can just go ahead and start writing and you can ask her where am I suppressing myself? What boundaries do I need to put in place? And you will get the answers if you sit there and you listen. Now, I've done psychic mediumship for a long, long time. And it was, and I've also done meditation for quite a while as well. And only now am I starting to hear kind of different voices to my own. And this is something that I would say to people who I was training as psychic mediums, that they would be hearing their own voice talking to them and giving them advice. And they were like, well, is that just my voice in my head or is that coming from somewhere else? And I would also always say it's coming from somewhere else. But if you're wandering around, say, Sainsbury's or Asda or any supermarket for that matter, and you're just out there and you're picking up bread and milk or you're just kind of thinking about, you know, whatever, and you hear like a man's voice just pop in and start telling you the ways of life, and there's nobody around you, that would probably shit you up. So therefore, they don't really go in, the people, well, the 
the spirits that I've worked with in the past don't necessarily come in all guns blazing with different voices. They will talk to you in your own voice until you're comfortable enough. So if you're sat there going, where am I suppressing myself? And you hear your own voice telling you, please go with that because that is your message. It's not just your brain reeling something off. That'll be you connecting with Carly or with... a. I, I can't stand the word guide. I'm really trying really hard to not say guide because with for me with spiritual guides as well, it's almost like I'm not I'm not blind. I don't need a you know I'm not blind to things. I don't need somebody guiding me around like holding my hand. Um, so I will call them anything but a guide. They're more like helpers rather than a guide in my opinion. So yeah, so you can ask Carly, what do you have to teach me? How do you come to me in my life? How do you come forward? What can you show me? And what do you think needs destroying, basically? And like I said, she will just come along and she will take stuff um, away. But if you are ready for her, she will wake you up, basically, and give you a really bloody good shake and put you back on the right path, especially if you're feeling really lost like I was a couple of years ago. Like I said, I used to do readings and stuff like that at events and it was just getting to a point where... I just wasn't enjoying it and because I wasn't enjoying it I wasn't getting the the clients and you will find that you know with any sort of work if you stop enjoying it it dries up. Working with calcination and alchemy is really it's very transformational working with alchemy anyway in any of its seven stages Um, but this is the very first stage calcination and you know it will it will start you off on a journey and please don't think for one minute that I'm going to say right work with Carly this week and next week I'm just going to leave you and I won't bother doing another podcast ever again so that you're kind of like not trapped but you know you need you need the other stages as well like I said well they will be worked into the following podcast so you don't need to worry too much about that so working with the new moon on the 10th of July release all your shite ask Carly to come in if you really wanted to, establish your boundaries, get your personal care down, decide what it is, kind of decide what you want to do for the next month. If you want to, you know, if there's something that you really want to do over the next four weeks, allow yourself to do it. Don't be stopped because somebody wants you to go shopping with them or, oh, you can't do it this week because you need to have the kids or whatever. Carve, make sure you're carving time out for yourself. Now, if my other half is listening to this, he'll be laughing at this bit because I very, very rarely carve any time for myself. I am the worst person in the world to try and relax. I have a brain which goes off at 100 miles an hour. Um, and I have all these ideas and I have to write them down. Otherwise, they just kind of come in and go away again. But yes, make sure you're making time for yourself because that's really important, especially around the 10th of July, if you can. Now, the 10th of July this year is a Saturday so I'm sure in your busy schedule you can find at least 10 minutes to um do a little something for yourself like I said even if it even if you don't want to work with Carly and that's absolutely fine no one's forcing you to do that you can just kind of do a little you know new moon ask for whatever it is that you want to happen over the next four weeks what do you want to achieve like I said at the beginning I do a bit of releasing and a bit of kind of drawing in during both times really 
I definitely prefer to release around a new moon just because I, well, I like to do it. In the run up to a new moon, I kind of release and then as soon as the new moon hits, then I'm like, right, let's get the good stuff in. And then I've got kind of two weeks to see where that kind of fits and settles. And then you can ask, you know, you can thank, you do your gratitude and things like that over the full moon. And then you can release again as the moon's waning. So it's just kind of flipping and reversing it around to suit you, basically. But as with any kind of witchcraft practice, there's no right and wrong way. So you just do whatever you feel comfortable doing. So thank you very much for listening. Next week, I'm not sure what the podcast will be on, but as of yet, as I haven't decided, tune in next Monday and I will have more information. It might be on alchemy. It might be on sacred geometry. It just kind of, it just depends where I'm getting pulled to. Um, And don't forget, your card for the week is messenger. So about bringing harmony and balance, balance to your life, balance to work and play balance to emotions in whatever way you see fit so thank you very much for listening and